This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. quite often we're on the lookout for something or we're maybe kind of on that path where we're sort of seeking but actually sometimes when we let things come to us when we let things become apparent you know when we allow things in it all kind of fits into place as it seems to have done with Ali um yeah do you know what I'm do you understand what I mean how it sort of fits with our discussion oh completely so yeah we're, we're talking about seeking and you know is this good for us is it not good for us within our mental well-being and yeah totally I think with what you said there with Ali I think she was seeking something what I took from what she was saying was though that she was seeking something but she was very open to whatever came from that and that sometimes isn't what we do very often, I know I'm guilty of this. I'm seeking something in particular. Yeah. I've got something in my head that I am seeking. And it or I already have sort of a visual with it. I have what it would feel like, what it would look like, even what it might sound like. And that's something very much that, you know, is in me that when I'm looking for something and the problem, there is problems with that, you know, we get into this Oh, well, it can't be that because, you know, it, that's not what this looks like. And what I loved with Ali was it felt right. And I think that was her thing. Oh. It was sort of like she was very open and then it was like, oh, oh, that, feel, that feels good. I'm enjoying that. When she was saying like she'd gone to her auntie, I think it was. Mm. And, um, you know, oh, no, I really like that. That feels right. And I think... We, I know we've talked about it before. We talked about it last week with Narelle about this gut, about going with your gut. And I actually think that there is this the feeling that we get. And sometimes we dismiss that because we have got this visual in our heads. No, this is what it needs to look like. This is what this is going to look like for me. And yeah, it doesn't because actually... And I'm just, I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about how I come at things. And I just think, flipping heck, how vain am I to know? I know exactly that's what it's going to look like. <laughs> you know, so that's that's my little devil on my shoulder going, well, that's really vain of you, Claire. You know, that it's not. And my little angel's going, but that, that's how we're built. We have this visual that is given to us, you know, by the media. I know that I'm taking on, you know, what other people are like or think it should be like what the media um, I'm doing all of that rather than coming at it from myself 
And that's where my visual is coming from. Whereas actually, if I really look inside and I really think about it, I know when it's okay because I know my feelings and I need to trust that more, that I've got a feeling that's telling me something. And this that's happening isn't what I thought it would be and isn't what it should be according to, you know, other people, according to the media, all of that kind of thing, according to things that we are bombarded with. And actually what I need to do is just go inside and, and I need to give myself a bit more compassion with that, but I just need to go, what does this feel? Does it feel right? Yeah, it feels right. Right now, it feels right. And that's all that matters. I don't need to worry about if it feels okay in a year's time, five years' time. I need to know if it feels right now. Because let's face it, I'm not going to be the same person in a year's time, in five years' time, because I'm constantly growing, developing. I'm on my journey. We all are, aren't we? We are, thank goodness. You know, I mean, and how fantastic is that, that we have the opportunity to grow and develop and change. Oh, it sounds like you've had a, just like a little bit of a breakthrough there, Claire, just as you've been expressing that and saying that out loud, which is really exciting. But I, I do that. When, when we talk out loud, it happens. It enables me to express things. And then suddenly from talking about it, from listening to Ali and talking to her, suddenly it's like another a door, another door opens in my mind. And it's like, oh, let's show you this then because you're talking about this, let me show you this room. You've not been in here before because I've not talked about it before because <laughs> I am a very, I'm, I am visual. I'm, I'm kinesthetic. I'm a feely, but I'm definitely a visual as well. And yeah, it feels like a door's opened and gone. Oh, look, there's this, you know, this is what it also could be. I love that because it's okay. So there's, there's a couple of things I'm sort of thinking as I'm, I'm hearing you say that you are a very visual person. That is sort of how your mind works. So that's quite usual for you to think, what's this going to look like? Yeah. Um, And I think a question that we don't ever ask ourselves is, what do I want this to feel like? We don't think in those terms, do we? We sort of, we get there and then we have the feelings, but we don't sort of set out to maybe feel a certain way. It's more about what things look like from the outside isn't it kind of what's presented to the world rather than what's going on within us and maybe that's that's the little shift that that, that could be useful for us all you know to sort of consider a little bit more you know instead of you know what am I striving for what am I seeking what does that look like it's actually kind of being open to okay kind of I'll know it when I feel it sort of thing and I think with Ali she you know you use that example of where I think she'd done I can't remember what it was now but she'd done a technique or something like you say with her auntie and it was kind of like that felt right and then it was kind of like right I want to do more of that because that feels good and that feels like me yeah and I loved that about her that that sort of point in her journey how she allowed that to happen you know rather than sort of going oh well that was that was nice. That was useful. I need to go back to, you know, my path, the thing that I'm supposed to be striving for, you know, she sort of, she stayed true to herself. And I thought that was really empowering. It sort of got me thinking about something we mentioned before as well on the show, where we talked about having this um, fixed versus a growth mindset. 
So we get very fixed, don't we, on expectations that we've come from within, that we've placed in ourselves, but also, as you say, maybe come from external sources, from society, from family members, parents, whatever. Um, and that actually, in order to be true to ourselves, you know, in order to experience the B of the three Bs, you know, and being comfortable in our own skin, mm. we've got to make room for these feelings, haven't we? And we've got to kind of listen into ourselves and it might feel a little bit alien and strange, but actually these are the, it's kind of at the root of what's going on with us, each one of us individually, and that we've all got our own path to tread, our own experiences to go through and our own feelings to feel. I think it's scary. I think that's why, because we are opening ourselves up to feeling discomfort, you know, that, you know, this doesn't feel right for me, oh, sadness, anger, all of those. I think that there's, it is opening yourself up to that, but that again is good. Mm. And then I you know that's weird, but it is good because actually we're acknowledging our feelings, but we're acknowledging as well why we're feeling like that we can start to look at that that really I mean it it does really fit what Ali was talking about really fits with our emotional wealth concept kind of thing but the what you were saying before about yeah we have this visual I, I am definitely a visual we do we get bombarded with this is what success looks like this is what you should look like to find love and a partner you need to look like this you need to never show anger you need to be happy all the time you need to be calm all the time you know I'm sorry I've never met a person who is like that you know I've seen I've seen anger and actually I've seen it in a really good way yeah I've seen people who are angry, who have made a difference because that anger pushes them to find the truth. That anger pushes them to seek justice and that kind of thing. So, you know, if you're happy and calm all the time, well, actually, that's going to mean there's injustice out there as well that's going on. So for me, what you were saying there is because when you're flicking through a magazine of how, you know, a woman should look, how a man should act, all that kind of thing, it doesn't have feelings because it can't, because it can't tell you how you are going to feel. Because what it could say is, and you'll be happy, and then people are going, oh, but I'm not. You know, I know people who've lost lots of weight and are not happy I did it. It didn't make me happy. It might have made me a little bit healthier, to be honest, it didn't even do that for me. You know, I was just as healthy before. Obviously, I didn't know what was going on internally, but it didn't make me happy. And there's like relationships and you go, oh, I need somebody. I need somebody. Well, that doesn't make me happy. It's this seeking kind of thing. You know, for me, I think we seek too much. I think if you're constantly seeking, you're not actually going, oh, I'm feeling comfortable now or I'm feeling the, in the now. I'm not in the now. I'm not in that mindfulness state. And part of me also thinks that the reason that we do this as a society is because, you know, there is maybe 
we know there is research done, neuroscience and stuff like that, has been done to why mindfulness helps, meditation helps, that kind of thing, breathing techniques. So we know that, but there are still so many people out there that that don't believe that. And maybe because it's not worked for them. And that's okay if it doesn't work for them, for them to keep looking at what can, you know, and seeking that way. I'm not saying all kinds of seeking is wrong, but it's not importing your thing, feelings and thoughts onto somebody else. You know, if somebody else gets it and we've said it and, you know, we know your son said it to you. You, oh, is it this that hippie stuff? <laughs> it's like, actually, yeah, we can say, well, yeah, okay, it is that hippie stuff. It works. It's really working for us. So does it matter? I know, because, I mean, let's look at it. You know, it's that hippie stuff's been around for a really, really long time. It's it's kind of like ancient practices, you know, mm-hmm. from, you know, from different sort of parts of the world, isn't it? So from different cultures. So, you know, there's got to be something in it. Otherwise, people wouldn't have been doing it for centuries. Yeah. Uh, you know, in my opinion. I think it's interesting what you're saying about the seeking because we we had, um, you know, one of our little kind of quotes that we do on our Facebook page because we always try and share a bit of inspiration and motivation for people, don't we, on our Facebook 3B Wellbeing. Um, we had one um, a little while ago about seeking. Seeking is endless. It never comes to a state of rest it never ceases and that's uh, Sharon Salzberg who's a, a very renowned mindfulness teacher and we were talking about this idea of seeking weren't we and the fact that we'd shared that quote because it doesn't because you, you kind of even when you, even if you find a thing that you think you're looking for you'll be on to the next thing won't you exactly. or yeah. that thing won't look like how you, expected, you expected it to it. yeah so you'll be kind of putting, and it's going back to what we were discussing before about energy. It's sort of like where you're putting your energy and just hearing that seeking is endless. It never comes to a state of rest. So it's like, you know, you, you're constantly going to be doing it. It's quite sort of exhausting to think about it in those terms, isn't it? it what it also says to me, it's all external. Oh, yes. Yeah. And a lot, a lot that we talk about and, and that is vital is all internal that be believe and breathe is all internal stuff mm-hmm. yeah your breathing is inhaling and exhaling but actually the work that's going on is internal the belief in yourself is internal being comfortable in your own skin is an internal thing it's not an external you're not going to get that validation outside you may get validation from friends family things like that that's great but actually it's more important that you validate yourself and what you're saying there. Yeah, very much. So it's tiring, constantly seeking because what for me you're doing is going, I need something. And then it's an external thing. You know, when I've got this, I'll be happy. When I've got this, I'll be content. When I've got this, I'll be able to, you know, do this. When I've got that, I'll be able to do that. It's all external stuff. And I think we do that because we're not okay inside and I think rather than seeking we need to we need to breathe we need to go what is it I need how can I get that for myself and what does that look and feel like for me that's going to be different from anything else you know so I think there's that seeking that you're talking about it just 
it's just all external. That's all I see. It's like I'm, I'm grabbing at her. I'm doing that. Like people can see me. I'm grabbing for her because that that's actually that's how it feels. You're grabbing for her. Where's the her gone? You're not bringing it back. There's nothing in my hand. You know, it's not tangible. And I do think sometimes when we are most of the time when we're seeking, it's not a tangible thing that we really need. I think you're absolutely right. I think that's, I love the kind of the imagery there, Claire. And that kind of, it's grabbing. It's almost kind of grasping as well, isn't it? You're trying to grasp it because you're trying to hold on to it because you want it to last. But actually, as soon as you get it, it's gone, you know, because it's kind of like you're chasing, you're chasing something, aren't you? You're seeking. And, and I think what mindfulness does kind of going back to what you're saying about people having some skepticism with it is is it is it encourages us to go within but also to be in that moment mm-hmm. and to just experience the now and to remind ourselves that there's just this moment yeah and then there's just the next moment and then the next moment and actually when we think about it in those terms it can be it can be a bit mind-blowing can't it? it's kind of like messes with your head and but I think the more that you can kind of work with that and accept that actually it becomes like this really amazing gift now I really am going into the hippie stuff I think because it sort of sounds like you know oh well that sounds a bit you know airy fairy or whatever but it's not because it's that is the gift, that gift of awareness, that gift of knowledge, that gift of understanding is actually really, really freeing because I think it kind of helps you let go of the grabbing and the grasping and the seeking and it makes you realise, well, what's actually right and important for me in this moment? Mm. You know, it's important for me to just make myself a really nice cup of tea and just enjoy it. It's important for me to just, you know, look out the window and just watch some trees kind of like blowing in the wind. You know, it's just really important for me to just go in my mind to sort of a really nice memory of something that I did. Or I don't know, I'm just kind of throwing examples out there, but they're all things that help us be in that moment. But also going back to our three Bs, they're part of our breathe, aren't they? Because they help us to pause. That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.